0: Yes, I can. Hello, Thor Coughlin. How are you today? Excellent. Wonderful. Wonderful. So, let me go ahead and just do uh, my brief introduction about my podcast, and then I will have you uh, presenting in the show, and uh, you can give us a little bit about your insight. Does that sound like a plan? It does. Wonderful. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to my Tax Advisor Biz Coach Success Podcast. The purpose of these episodes is to help entrepreneurs to become more successful and avoid tax and other business headaches. I am your host, Liz Soria, and today I have a special guest joining me to talk about his expertise and how he may help you. So, Welcome, Thor Cocklin and um, I'm going to go ahead and share with the rest of the audience who you are briefly, um, and then uh, that way they get familiar. Now, Thor Cocklin is an entrepreneur profitability consultant. He's a host of the Peak Performance Podcast in 2017, marks his 18th year as an entrepreneur. That's a long, long time. <laughs> Uh, through his consulting firm, Peak Performance Group, he trains business leaders around the world to be peak performance. He says that 96% of businesses fail within the first 10 years. And the only reason they fail is lack of profits. And that is so true. Of the 4% that do survive, many only produce enough profits to break even pay an owner a minimum wage, or provide shareholder below market returns. Mr. Conklin extensive background. Expertise allows him not only to identify the specific profitability killers, the siphon of profits, but work with the business to fix them. He is known as the accountability and executive guy. I like that, uh, uh, Thor. So how are you today?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on.
0: It's my pleasure, sure is. And if it's okay with you, would I like to get started? And these are more questions that I believe that the audience would be interested probably if they had you face to face and asking you this kind of question. Is that okay if I get started? Absolutely. Hey, sounds great. All right. So how and when did you get started in your business?
1: Well, you know, I had a very interesting start. It was 18 years ago and I was working in Atlanta and I was due back in New York, and I didn't really want to go back to my office in New York. It actually happened to be in the World Trade Center, so thank God I I did not go back. Oh, boy. And I was taking – yeah, I know. I I unfortunately lost a third of my team uh, that day. Thank you. And I was going to take another job in Charlotte for another competing firm, and I got a phone call from a private equity firm that I did a lot of work with over the years – and they said, hey, Thor, would you mind coming to New York before you take this new position? We'd like to talk to you about a couple of things. And it's not every day you get a phone call from a top five private equity firm asking you to come in and, and speak. So I said, fine, I'll head up to New York. And I did. And they said, our consultant that handles all of our portfolio companies worldwide is retiring and we'd like you to take over. Great that opportunity. Was a, yeah, it's a great <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> sure. <laughs> These don't come along every day.
0: No, they don't.
1: And they said, you know, you can either... Set up your own company or come work for us. Now, I knew in the past that this particular firm had carried interest in their portfolio deals in their 401k program. So essentially what this means is as they're going out and buying companies, a portion of those profits are going back into the 401ks and they had secretaries retiring with 10 and $20 million in their 401ks. Amazing. Yes, I know. Right. So I I said, are you still offering that in your 401ks? And they said, no, we don't do that just for everybody anymore. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to take option number B. I'm going to set up my own company. They said, that's great. You've got 20 minutes. Go in the other room, come up with a name, come up with a business plan and let us know what you want to do. So, my first company was created in 20 minutes in a conference room. Everything start to finish. I presented that to them and I was off to the races. And day one, they purchased 90% of my time.
0: Wow, that's impressive. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I I didn't really have much to do with it. I just happened to be at the right place at the right time. So, that's how it started 18 years ago. So, I had the opportunity to travel around the world and work with some of the most amazing entrepreneurs and business leaders uh, in all kinds of different industries.
0: Wow, that's, that's a wonderful story. Absolutely. Um, Well, here's my next question, because uh, I guess one of the things that a lot of audience get is how to be successful in the niche. So why were you successful in the niche? And, you know, where many others have failed? What, what does it make you, uh, you know, believe and and have, you know, call it a gut feeling that you knew you were in the right niche? Um, How did that happen?
1: Well, the first company that I created, which was Private Equity risk uh, Consultants, I had been working in private equity and doing that business for 15 years kind of behind the scenes. So the reason I was selected in the first place is because I was doing all those things that were necessary to hone my skill, hone my trade, and really become known as an expert in that area. So if you want to be known as the expert in that niche, you've got to spend the time and really, just grind it out day after day, month after month, year after year. I agree. Really, yeah, you, you've got to prove it. You just, you know, you just don't walk away. One day you wake up and say, "Hey, I'm a so-and-so expert."
0: No, but we know sometimes <laughs> uh, now in these days online you do get—that's
1: right—you
0: get those kind of pros, you know, and amateurs, and, and, and I don't mean to, you know, uh, offend anyone out there by all means, but um, yeah, definitely you you I'm I'm seeing that a lot, you know, not only through a lot of uh, podcasts but even videos um, that you know that presume that they're experts in the field, but yet maybe they just graduated or perhaps they have just two three years of experience and. I think that we all have to pay somehow, some way our dues, right? I mean, how do you feel about that?
1: A hundred percent. You know, yep. I'm 54. I've got gray hair. I've seen a lot. That doesn't mean I know everything. As a matter of fact, <laughs> when, it, when it comes to new social media um, and technology, I'll be the first one to say, I'm not your guy. Because there's other people that are right out of college, right? Have been, that have been doing this, you know, year after year and can code in their sleep. That's yes. not me. That's not my expertise. Sure. I, I won't claim to be that. The other thing is is that you need to play to your strengths. Now, I am very good at forming relationships, finding out what people need and want, and then crafting solutions in order to meet those needs and desires. And I, I can sit in a room with anybody from, a, you know, from a board of directors to, you know, the, the guys that uh, sweep the halls at night. Amazing. It, it doesn't matter. I, I can do that. But for, I'll use the technology thing again don't ask me to code. I'm not the right guy. So play to your strengths. You know, and every organization needs different players. If you're a tech company, someone's got to do the coding, but someone has to sell. Someone needs to take care of the finances. Know your strengths. Play to them.
0: That's a a great tip. It really is. And uh, I feel from my perspective the same way, by the way, Thor. I mean, I, you know, I'm good in what I do and I still got a long way to learn a lot more. Um, And I believe that, you know, when we team up, and we hire professionals, um, not only are they are going to make us look better, <laughs> but you know what, it's just going to, everything is going to run smoothly, you know, and we cannot wear all the hats all the time. I and mean, I think that's one thing that's kind of difficult for especially, you know, uh, new business owners, right? They, they're coming on and, you know, trying, maybe they're, Experts in their field, also, but they're trying to do all these different things. So stick to what you're good. <laughs> and I always say that. So here's here goes my next question. uh, uh why do you think that? Um, you know, why do you think it can be replicated easily about your business? What makes your business maybe perhaps a little more unique um, and cannot be that replicated that easily?
1: Yeah, this is my sixth venture. Uh, the other ones, uh, two of them are uh, still operating, uh, 10 million plus uh, companies. And each of those companies could have been replicated. The current model that I have with Peak Performance Group is it can't be replicated and there's only one reason why it can't. Now, so yeah. can somebody else go into profitability <laughs> consultant? Of course. <laughs> right. But here, here's my point on this. My firm can't be recreated or replicated because of only one reason and that's me. Mm -hmm. There is no other Thor Conklin. There's no one else in the industry that has the same experiences that I have. Now, I'm not saying that I'm the best of the best of the best. I'm just saying what makes our firm unique are the people in the firm and the intellectual experiences that they have so can you go out and create a profitability consulting firm yes anybody can do not everyone can do that but it can be replicated it's about the people in the firm they are your real asset and that's why it can't be reproduced
0: amazing amazing so you definitely take care of your your team
1: (laughs) absolutely absolutely
0: yeah. And I think that's so important too. Um, even when by, by all means, anyone who's listened to, to this podcast, one of the things I always tell my audience is that, you know, it's, it's not about hiring full-time employees, right, Thor? Because now in these days, I mean, you're able to build good team and you need that there to support you and support especially your customers.
1: Yeah, and and do you? I mean, I have a unique style that's all my own. Yeah, you know, I am not the type of person that is going to baby my clients. I I just don't do it. We sign an agreement up front and it basically says you're going to end up hating me. Some some you know, <laughs> at some point in the process you're going to hate me. And the reason is is I'm going to call it as I see it. I will not tell you what you want to know. I will tell you how I see it. And if you're not getting your stuff together, I'm going to Get on the phone and I'm going to tell you in no uncertain terms with very, very adult language, get your stuff together. Mm -hmm. That's just who I am. So that doesn't resonate with everyone. So somebody that wants more of of a heartfelt connection and feels a lot of things, we're just not going to be a good fit. I can go there, but that's not my core. My core is to take warriors and drive them, the people that want to go, but they're just stuck somehow and they need somebody with a strong presence to get them to that next level.
0: And that is so important. I mean, I'm a firm believer myself. I mean, I do have a business coach and I can tell you that, you know, there's times where, you know, I need to pick up the phone and I need to talk to him, you know, it's just something that I need that reinforcement. And it's just that support. So a lot of times we look out, you know, for maybe, you know, our spouses or family members or friends. Um, I I can share something that would definitely say that for me, what has worked is sharing, you know, um, with business coach. And that's because I find it a little more private, more personal. And he has the knowledge. And I think that's so important that you give that kind of support and you can kind of like give the, you know, the the roadmap to how you know, people need to um, go by their plans. So, you know, Thor, what what are some of your challenges that you faced earlier on and how did you beat them especially that <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know when i think you know it,
0: your secret your, your ingredient come on share
1: it with us oh uh, well you know i i will share a success map with the listeners uh, here in a okay. second but going back to your, your question is you know what did i have to learn in the beginning first of all i was young i was in my own way so often as so were many, you I, ever
0: young really Thorne? yeah <laughs> okay. I, I was I, I yeah i was young i was skinny
1: i'm actually getting in better shape uh oh, as good I'm for know, you. So that's good um but, yes, it, it's, you know, I, I think back to the early days. One, you know, I didn't have the knowledge that I really needed to have. Uh, cash in many of the startups were was spares, um, sparse. Um, you had no clients. Sometimes I had partners in a couple of the ventures. That raised mm-hmm. a whole different set of uh, challenges. Systems. I love systems. I just don't want to be the guy that creates them, right? I'm, I'm more of oh. a big picture. Let's get this thing done. There's the wall. Let's break it down. Let's climb over around it. So, all of those things that are, you you know, that are common to all startups, but it was really me. The more I started spending on me and started understanding how I ticked, and I had people around me that really called it as it was, people that would just call me out on my BS. You know... I hear, I had a client the other day, actually, I'm sorry, this was a prospect, not a client, called me and said, hey, I, I can't get these clients to respond to me. I keep sending, uh, not, not clients, prospects. I'll get the story straight. Prospect, uh, a <laughs> prospect called me. Right. He's trying to get his prospects to respond to his emails and he can't do it. He's like, well, what do I do? I was joking around. I was like, send more emails, right? Just keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> the, the definition of insanity. Yeah. No, I was like, Get out, there. Yeah, get out there get out right pers- right persistence is good but if persistence is in the wrong direction for a sustained period of time is insanity you might <laughs> have to adjust so make sure you keep track tracking and measuring all but right he was unwilling to just get in the car because he was a caterer so he wanted to uh, get catering jobs around the city i was like go see the catering halls Get out, of your car, you know, get out of your office and go see people shake hands. So he writes back and he said, oh, that's a great idea, but right now it's baseball season. So after that's oh, over, I was no like, way. are you kidding me? <laughs> are, you, are you really kidding me? It's like, okay, so you have a solution now, but it's baseball. I don't even know what baseball season means, watching it or playing it or coaching. Yeah, I have no I. idea.
0: I I, it doesn't games. matter.
1: <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? It, it's, you don't get it. As entrepreneurs, you've got to do whatever it takes. Yeah, that's so true. So I, I had that piece. I was just, you know, I was getting in my way. I should have spent uh, more time getting more sleep, getting up earlier and hitting it harder. But uh, I've arrived where I've arrived and very pleased with the process.
0: You know, if, from my perspective, I feel the same way. I think, like you said, I mean, I, I see it from, you know, pain to juice. That's how I call it. I mean, there's a process in life where if you stick you know to a specific career you're going to keep learning and learning because i believe being abreast of a career is extremely important um, but the fact is that you have to spend these kind of years you know getting that experience because it's really trial and error i mean that's the way i look at it that's where you get your experience and that's why people will need to pay top dollars for that um, so definitely you know it's 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 great that you have shared those challenges you know with us and um, if you could go back for a moment, Thorne. Um, what would you change about how you did things?
1: You know, as I as I look back, there's there's probably two cases where I wish I had done something different. Now, with with that being said, I believe that everything's led up to this point. You know, life happens for me, not to me. So I'm I'm blessed with where I've arrived, and and if things were different, I wouldn't be in the same place. So with that said, but if I look back there was two things in business that I wish I had done differently. Because, you know, if you think, let's take $100. If you lose 50% of it, you lose $50, you're down to $50. To get back to even, you've got to double your money. Losses are so, so important to protect against. And people generally don't end up in the financial position that they want to, not because they didn't do enough of the right things, but they made some mistakes along the way. So, two things that I did. One is. I purchased a business that I knew nothing about in an industry that I had no knowledge with a customer base that didn't speak my primary language, English. Oh so I was, yeah, I know. It, yeah. So, <laughs> That's a challenge right there. Yeah, okay. To say, I think a little bit of ego got in the way of this decision-making process. Hey, at least but, you
0: can admit it. That's a good thing. Uh,
1: yeah. You know, and it had very attractive margins that happened to be false. The, the old donor falsified tax returns and records and all. It was, it was a disaster. So I saw some red flags when I was doing the due diligence, this particular company I had purchased and you know, it's so funny, right? Because we always want to be optimistic. At least I am, right? I'm looking for to see what's wrong, but I'm like, oh, you know what? That little red flag, I can take care of that. That's no big deal. That's right. I'm an entrepreneur. I've got 15 years of experience. I'll take care of that. And then this other red flag. And of course, they're in the distant, right? Because right now you're excited. It's kind of like dating for the first time. It's the Mm -hmm. first date. It's like, oh my God, she's beautiful. He's (laughs) he's handsome. I love this guy. There's nothing wrong with this this person. And then you start dating him and it's like, "Uh, I'm not quite sure. And and then, you know, then you're living together. It's like, oh, I didn't see that. But you did see it, right? You just decided to overlook it. So I overlooked some things. I rushed into it and uh, that was not a good decision. If you see some red flags, take some time, analyze them and get some people around you that don't have a vested interest or are not emotional about it, right? It's kind of like the girlfriend. What do you think about this new guy? You know, find somebody else that can come in to uh, to look at it. So that's one. And the other one was I I was uh, forced out of a company that I started prematurely. And instead of fighting it, I kind of let it go. And I wish I'd stayed in and and just uh, fought it because I was uh it was a pretty nasty situation. I was getting ousted for uh, for no particular reason, so oh what it, a shame hmm. yeah a hey, you know when things when you're not making a lot of money, everything's cool when you're starting to make a lot of money, uh people's true colors come out,
0: yeah, I have to agree that with you too, yeah, I mean uh you know unfortunately, um. Uh, money does not have a name, and and I believe that uh, you know picking uh, partners in a in a business oof, is very crucial, and um, and I think it can be very difficult too, especially if you have not done business uh, you know prior with that person. Um, it kind of like you said, it's like a date, it's a blind kind of situation where you you know stepping in and walking into a situation that is someone that you really don't know that well. Yeah. So I always believe in, uh, you know, building a uh, solid, you know, relationships and it doesn't matter whether, like you, like you said earlier, it could be, you know, uh, your lover, it could be, you know, business relationship. It could be a friend. It takes time to build that relationship and that trust. Right.
1: It does. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So absolutely. I mean, so, um, one last question, if you don't mind, Thor. Yeah, um, please. Uh, is you know, is there anything else about you that you would like to add? And now this is kind of a little more in the personal and I know I got you off guard in that one, but I like doing that. So uh so things that you like to do, you know, uh that you like to add to, to this podcast.
1: No, I'm sorry, you cut out a little bit. Could you ask oh, that I'm question sorry, again? That's right.
0: That it was is there anything else about you that you would like to add? And this is, you know. Your 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 traveling, your hobbies, things that you enjoy as a person besides being the business.
1: Yeah, you know, I think one of the things that really drives me the most is a mentor of mine uh told me years ago. He said, Hell on earth would be to meet the man or woman you could have become. Wow. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like one of those things that just kind of gets you right in the center of your eyeballs. So every day. I wake up and I try to figure out how to become a little bit better version of myself. So that might be in business. That might be in a relationship that might be in just the way I spend my time and, and my hobbies and what I love to do. I love to play or play motocross. I guess you don't play motocross. You do motocross. Okay. Uh, so I really enjoy doing that. I love sailing. I love playing golf, but I, what I really enjoy doing most is connecting with people and whether it's at a restaurant and connecting with the busboy or, you know, somebody uh, the the waitress or just uh, another table next door. I, I'm I'm known if we go out somewhere if, if we were ever in the same city and we went out somewhere. I'm sorry, Thor.
0: You're kind of fading uh, your voice a little bit. Can can you get closer to your microphone, yes. please? Is that better? Okay. Uh Slightly. I see. All right. Is that better? A little bit better. Yes.
1: Go. Okay. Good. Sorry. Sorry about that.
0: Nope, no. No so problem. I, Technology, so, here we go. <laughs> you
1: <yeah, yeah. laughs> can trust right. technology, but sometimes certain things
0: are going to happen. <laughs> so. Uh,
1: absolutely. So, yes, it's, my favorite is connecting and making relationships and having interactions with others. So, if we were at a restaurant and we were out somewhere, I would lean over to the table next to us. If there was a uh, couple there, and I would start a conversation, and then I would ask some key questions about what they really like about each other. I love leaving people and situations better than I found them, whether it's a client, a prospect, or just a random person walking down the street. And That's that awesome. lights me up.
0: That's really awesome. Um, you know, it's, it's, I think that you have very strong social skills. That's what it really is. You like building those kind of relationships like I do. And again, it takes time. I mean, things just don't happen overnight. Um, and I think it's so interesting that everybody, everybody has something that we can learn from. You know, and people don't realize it doesn't matter what career you choose. You know, it doesn't matter what you do for a living. um, We can learn so much from each other. Um, and, And I think that's so, so extremely important. And, You know, um, Thor, we're almost at the end of a podcast. I'm doing these uh, special guests, uh, and they're usually less than 30 minutes, if that's okay. Um, But I do want for you to please let the audience know how they can find you and how, you know, they're able to connect with you. That way they can hopefully get some help from you.
1: Terrific. Thank you. Uh, You can find me on the internet at Thor at Thor Conklin. That's the website, uh, social media, everything is Thor Conklin. So I'm real easy to find. And for your listeners today, if anybody is struggling with something in their business, if you send me a 50 word or less email to thor at thorconklin.com, I will respond back with a four-step process to either eliminate that problem completely or at the very least, move it forward significantly.
0: That's very generous for me. It really is. Thank you so much for spending this time. And we wish you the very best. We really do, Thor. And I hope to see you maybe in another episode that we can continue sharing a little bit more of uh, you know, our tips and our ins and outs um, because that's what we're here. We're here to help everyone out there. And I really appreciate your time. And I wish you the very, very best. And this is, again, Liz Surya. Thank you so much, Thor.
1: Thank you very much.
0: You have a great date, Sarah. Thank you so, so much. You too. Bye-bye.